awake and alive and ready for ready to jive. the cast. Ready to jive. Ooh, I've never stopped jiving. He Been never jiving has. All's my life. <laughs> I has to jive. Um, some good news, which is out of character for us. Ooh, please, please, dear friend of dear friend of the cast, Joe Beans, is out of surgery. Yes, and has texted me, and uh, his mother sent me a nice little video of him walking around Aww. with a lot of apparatus. How long is the recovery? I need to stop. I love mispronouncing things. I also love mispronouncing oh. things. It's a tough habit to get out of once you open that door. Yes, and then and then uh, maybe for some reason you are recorded mispronouncing things, and then people are like, does he actually not know how to pronounce that? Like, no, no. It's just a silly... I'm not stupid. I'm, uh, that's I'm just... But... I'm just being stupid. There's a difference. <laughs> the, I mean, the recovery is going to be a while from what I understand. But also, like, throughout the day, I was, like, very worried. I'm like, I haven't heard from them. It's been 12 hours. And Catherine's like, well, it's heart surgery. Is that... It so might... takes a very long time. It yes. might it's... still be happening. <laughs> right. Exactly. I was like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like apparently the pre-op was like four hours. Uh, I haven't asked him if he's chill with me uh, sharing any of this. We should have him back on to ask if he's chill with my sharing all of this. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, he was a great guest. I'm really glad his surgery went well. And maybe maybe a year, uh, a little bit, not a year from now, but maybe a little bit down the line, we can have another special, a special app. With, with Mr. Bean. What do is it, Mr. Bean? What's the appropriate uh, uh, suffix there? Uh I think it's Mister. I don't. I don't think he has any. Well, I'm not saying no. That would be my prefix. Yeah. I'm making sure that Mr. Bean was correct as opposed to. Oh, Bean. Yeah, Bean is his last name. Is that his real is that last not what name? You're asking? That yes. is what I'm asking. Yeah. Awesome. Joe Bean. It's it's such a it's such a it's such a marvelous like character name. And he's such a he's such a character anyway that it's just like, huh, you're a very well written uh, uh, comedy. Wow, character. This yeah, he's awesome. Good friend. That's great naming on that family. It is great naming. Uh, I do unless unless you have something specific you want to uh, dish into. I have some further good news uh, that I do want to cover. This is a little different. This is Schadenfreude news. Ooh, uh, this is. This is things going poorly for people I don't like. <laughs> and that being a good thing. A good thing for me to read. I did I did want to uh, talk a little more about Matt Gates, but not going to this week because the more that I am reading into Matt Gates, the more I'm realizing that we can devote an entire thing to like because it's a dynasty. Oh, oh what? Oh Is man, we'll have to set days? aside an episode oh, yes. once. We should probably oh, yes. wait another couple weeks anyway because there's so much new exactly. news coming out it, every week. Exactly. Like we'll let it. We'll let it. We'll let the 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 flow steady out. And <laughs> we'll swoop in and just jump all over uh, Mr. Gates's nards. Uh, both of them, both Nards, both the Mister Gateses, and both Nards. Four Nards will be <laughs> smashed in a few weeks' time. If you were counting, and I'm very, if you were counting, and you should be, uh, very much looking forward to that. Oh, um, <laughs> it is nine. 
That's the name of the pod. Is the name? Yes. Um, I am Harrison. That's Chris over there. Hello. The devilishly handsome Chris Vidden. I know. So Vidden. handsome. Pity you can't see our beautiful faces and our no, no. hairy noggins. If you can imagine it. Yeah. They're pretty hairy. Yeah. We They're got the quarantine mains going right now. Um, but good, good shot of news mm-hmm. uh, is that according to the Washington Post, uh-huh. uh, a lot of ex-Trump officials are having a lot of trouble getting work now. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. That is yeah. such good news, isn't it? Like, like apparently, uh, a few headhunters that were looking around for Elaine Cho were. <laughs> sadly disappointed and uh, everyone was like oh no way dude like we're not gonna she's not gonna be on our board she she's part of the erect the insurrection presidency that's not <laughs> people don't like that that's not hot right now good i want these people to have repercussions for being you know very complicit members of this administration of that administration <laughs> yes I mean, like, it, it, as much as they uh, pretend, and I mean, even like she, even though she resigned the day after, it's like, that is not good enough. You saw this writing on the wall for, dare I say, years? I think you and do. you still supported it? Mm. And like, there, there's none of this like, oh, I wanted to keep a hand on the wheel excuse. It's like, no, no not for four years. Fuck that's off. Not. Fuck off. But that's great because there's, there has existed for quite some time like a pretty egregious pipeline straight from like high offices into uh sitting on boards and just making money to do nothing essentially which is like oh i ran the country (laughs) so now you shall pay me to borrow my name and like what occasionally give you business advice even though almost certainly not right absolutely (laughs) god it's like it's so frustrating and i mean this isn't this isn't like this is by no means a, a plug in that dam but it's a nice little hiccup it's a nice little thing that these people who were instrumental in supporting a borderline genocidal uh administration <laughs> that was a uh, yeah they they uh they threw that at bolsonaro this week and i've been considering it a lot because you know what brazil doesn't have the death count we do it's no true. one's throwing around the word genocidal, even though, I mean, were there any core differences? Okay, I think Bolsonaro has generally been, like, hardline against the vaccine. I, but otherwise, like, I mean, uh, it's... <laughs> fuck. So I many mean, people died. So oh, many people died. I, I don't know how I feel about calling... I think... I think Trump's actions, I think saying his actions might have, or the admin, his administration and his actions might have been genocidal in response to the mm-hmm. pandemic. But I, mm-hmm. I think the reason I hesitate with that word is there are so many uh-huh. other m- times, years, policies of the Trump administration that to me mm-hmm. very much count as genocidal. And I don't want the pandemic, which is going to cause death regardless, to get the title for that. Because you got to remember, people and there's also there, like people didn't have work protection isn't... rights under Trump. Like yeah. people, yeah. children were in cages and still are, as are. as a result of that administration putting kids in concentration camps and adults in concentration camps. Like 
there were there were acts of genocide and policies of genocide that that even if even if all what you're doing is only killing the spirit of an ethnic group it's still mm-hmm. genocide to me if what you're going after okay, is a holistic yeah. group of people and your and intent a, is to get rid of them one way or another that's, that's genocide. a good point because right and it's hard it's hard to to prove intent uh, on the Trump administration's part, as you can absolutely, I think, make a strong case for for incompetence and them just generally not caring. But as far as targeting a specific group, now, okay, two things: one, there actually there is an international definition for genocide. Uh, I, I I don't have it on me, of course, but like uh, <laughs> I was I was listening to a good story about ecocide where they were talking about um, whether or not you should be able to charge people with the sh- destruction of the earth. And building it in the same way that they constructed the definition for genocide uh, after the Nuremberg trials, uh, but also, th- and, and I'm I'm just curious because uh, I'm not sure I have an answer. Would you consider the Reagan administration's uh, AIDS policies to be genocidal? Because that does seem like it's targeting a group. Yeah, and my answer to that is absolutely. Because the specific, okay. because the Reagan administration did did get involved in AIDS only after it was right. learned that it was not the exclusively gay disease that everyone thought it was. Right, 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 right. Yeah, like Trump's lack and not of... even that everyone thought it was, just that 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 like a certain group said it was. Yeah, I mean, like the information. It's like it's like uh, it's like how we knew that smoking was bad for you for a pretty long time before <laughs> anything was done about it. It's like no, this is not. Stop saying that. This is not an exclusive problem of the LGBTQ community. That to me is an act of genocide because you're intentionally, you know, if it's targeting a group of people and it's targeting a group of people. And the context, I think, is death in Mm -hmm. one way or another, which I do think is important. Like, I think I think ignoring and but I I think that definition needs to be I don't know what the international definition is but I think the definition mm-hmm. of genocide needs to be given a little fluidity so that it can be mm-hmm. applied to like the general American like American police unions in certain cases mm-hmm. and gen like systematic racism in many ways has the con has the consequence over decades of, of yeah of genocide it's not as right. systematic as the fucking nazis but it it's right. still it's not round them up today put them in a it, it, it's it's make laws to put them in place exactly make... it's the australian assimilation right. policy where they kidnapped kids mm-hmm. from indigenous yeah, yeah, peoples yeah. and raised them as australians instead like that's an act of genocide even though you didn't kill anyone you eradicated their culture for future generations well yes and also and also there i mean there's an important point there um this isn't a different thing that i was listening to but somebody was also talking about the definition of genocide that it is not just killing the body of the people it's killing the spirit it's killing the culture it's killing their ability to to teach that to their children yeah and to keep it alive in some like you you if not systematically rounding up people you are systematically destroying their identity as a people exactly that is that is a very very serious crime in and of itself whereas i think the reagan the reagan administration's were policies i would say were more the sin of admission 
not that that may, that doesn't make it any better. I don't mean to say it's just like instead of instead of like actively. Well, no shit. They did actively target. I mean, I even uh, even I mean, the they sin act, of like, omission like I think counts. Activists. Oh, it totally counts. It one hundred percent counts. I, I I I was about to say that I, in a similar fashion to like say what we did with several Native American peoples and tribes, you know, just uh, and what you were talking about with Australia, just like wiping out a cultural identity. I was about to say that it's not exactly the same in the Reagan situation because there wasn't targeting of like specific cultural tropes within that community, but there totally was. That's like, that's inaccurate. They, right. I mean, like what else were they doing every single time that they knocked down any protest or any person that was like, yo, we're dying out here. Like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) And there are, there are videos of like cops and shit, like tearing down like flags at the protests and, it's insane. So yeah, no, I'm 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 dead wrong on that one. Uh, I'm 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 honestly really glad we went from the good news, which I'm glad we started with for once, right into genocide. <laughs> and we didn't mean to. That, we like, didn't in even no try. way, shape, or form was that scripted or intentional. Uh, just <laughs> kind of happened. But it is an interesting point. And I mean, it was really funny because when Bolsonaro was uh, responding to being accused essentially of genocide, <laughs> what did he say? He was like, he's like, what? What? First, I'm racist. Then I'm homophobic. That Just like listing off these things that he like absolutely is. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and it's like the way I see it in, in you're just going to get blamed for anything around here. It's like, well, you're the leader. Yeah. That's how that works, my guy. <laughs> you wanted this job. If, if things are going to shit on your watch after you said they will not go to shit on my watch, who are we supposed to blame? <laughs> I say we. This is totally up to the Brazilian people. I would, from an outsider's perspective, consider him to be most of the things he has been accused of. Yeah. Uh, I don't. It's so funny how he's just like, oh, they're calling me homophobic. It's like, you are. One of the most homophobic people out there. Like, yeah. holy shit. You don't even hide it. Like, like fun, fun parades are happening in your streets and you're terrified. <laughs> I think it's because he saw man's ass and it looked real good. Yeah, and he and didn't he's hate a little it. scared. <laughs> and now he's a little scared. He's a little scared by that thought. <laughs> so he has to tape it down. He has to say, no, bad. I hate that because women female butts that's what i like <laughs> not that toned sumptuous sweating talks of a no no yar no <laughs> bad bolso bad i love the idea that he would call himself that bad bolso bad bolso <laughs> bad 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 uh. um well, well, what a shit stain in Brazil. Want to take it up to the North American shit stain that is our home country? Which I love. I love this shit stain of a country. But, you know, it'd be right. nice if we, you know, washed it. It doesn't deserve our love. Right. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, oh, it's it's bad. Um, and yeah. one, and I guess one potentially good thing, but we will see. One good effort before we get into... I guess what's going to be the main today is I just wanted to to point out how how pleased I am with mm-hmm. Biden's tax plan aims for 
you know, raising the corporate income tax from 21 to 28%, which it's a little annoying that everyone's acting like that's some insane thing to do considering Trump dropped it from 35%. Right, right, right. But all right, we're putting it up to 28%, whatever, fine. But it it's a pretty it's good not plan. Going to, yeah, it is. But okay, here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. Considering what you just said, which is that like it dropped from from thirty five percent, I think it's a little weak of a first offer because like I I you have to consider that like the the way that this works is that the first offer is never going to be the accepted one. Oh yeah. So. It's only going to decrease from there. He, so, like, cons- with that in mind, and even <laughs> – I love it. Uh, CNN had, like, three articles. Three <laughs> whole articles devoted to, like, Jeff Bezos is on board with Biden's. And it's like, no, he's not. No, he's he was not. like, yeah, no, we love infrastructure, and, like, there will need to be concessions on both sides. It's like, yeah, but it's weird how, like, you're never the ones making the concessions, huh? Yeah. Isn't that strange? Isn't it kind of weird that, like, I, everybody else is the... I will say, this, given the announcement Biden made today, there are... Uh-huh. I do agree that it, he should have started with a much higher percentage because that would mm-hmm. have distracted from the rest of the shit he's trying to do right, with Right, because they were going to call it insanely high no matter what. Yeah. So you might as well just go insanely high. Go insanely Let high. Make about. it 80%, and then maybe we end up <laughs> with a 40% corporate income tax, and it's considered a fair. deal. That would be yeah. awesome. That would be <laughs> rad. We need a we need a deal maker president. We need a president <laughs> that can get in there and just make deals. Make like a deal. Like a businessman. <laughs> like like some kind of, I don't know, call me crazy, reality TV star. Who's convinced people that he makes deals? Like Mark Cuban. Can he name one? Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's make Mark Cuban president. He's He is going to be the I next billionaire that. who's going to try. But anyway, let me read off a few of the exciting Before elements of this plan that are definitely going to change when it goes to Congress. But there are a few exciting elements. Like... Okay. The plan aims to stop big companies, and I am quoting directly from the New York Times here, that are profitable but have no federal income tax liability from paying no income tax to the Treasury Department. So the way they're going to deal with this is by imposing a 15% tax on profits they report to investors. Such a change would only affect rough – well – it says, all right, would affect 45 corporations, and that number is probably going to change, but only in a single-digit way. And this is according oh. to the Biden administration's estimates, but 45 is a pretty specific number for an estimate, so I don't know about that. Very. Because it would be limited to companies earning $2 billion or more per year. And I am such a big fan of the idea of tiered tax structures especially for corporate income taxes because that way you can support small businesses but also no company needs to make if you're profiting a billion dollars a year the people should have i mean not 28 percent in my mind the people should have 80 percent of that money because guess what when we're done taking it you still have an insane amount of money like like it's still and we're talking profits we're talking after you paid your employees, paid rent, and did all that shit. That's an insane amount of profit. And we also we need to we need to just eliminate the idea that there are only two options: that the buck is passed to the consumer or to the workers. That those are the only two people that could possibly end up paying more or earning less. And it's like, well, what about the fuckers that are making 
multiple millions of dollars. Yeah. You're telling me they can't have one less yacht a year? What about the fuckers making multiple billions of dollars? (laughs) What are we paying the board to do? It's so obvious, but that's good though. That's something that excites well, no, me. No, but that's the thing is that the 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 I mean the Democrats are definitely have a hand in this too, but just like American politics has focused on obfuscating the fact that it is simple. Like like they have spent oh, so yeah. much time convincing the American public like and getting little little okay, I don't want to say sob story because like it shouldn't happen. But getting small business owners to be like I won't be able to afford my employees, if like this, ta- it's like this tax shouldn't affect you. Like, what's so hard about this? All you have to do is actually think about stuff when you're writing the legislation. Imagine that. No, no, you- no, no. <laughs> there will be none of that, Mr. White. Right? It's no fucking. It's fucking stupid. Here. But the beauty Wait. of this specific rule, because this is not as much about the. So the twenty-eight percent income tax is a little bit different than the thing I just read. The thing I just read is more geared at attacking, not attacking, but it's aimed at getting money out of these Cayman Islands situations. So the reason mm-hmm. for that is, hey, Ooh, you're not yeah, paying yeah, any yeah. taxes. Because remember, I said they're not paying taxes because they're not paying taxes, and that's because right. you can. That sounds dumb and weird. And what does that mean? It means they locate all their money and their companies to just an office in a building that no one's inside of in the Cayman Islands or in Panama or something, and that doesn't get taxed and therefore they can say it's not in America and they don't need to worry about it. So what do you do about all these American investors who are clearly profiting off of this? That's where this rule would come in and it says, okay, sure, hide your money away, but we're still going to take 15% because you know, you fucking owe the American people for all the exploiting you've done. (laughs) Right. And that, and that's the thing is that I, 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 to a large degree, I think the, the American consumer has just forgotten the amount of power that they collectively wield. You know, (laughs) like all of these big corporations making these starts, like we're going to go overseas. Like then we won't buy you like, no, no. But remember in the past, like, yeah, in the past we didn't have, we didn't have these in our pockets all the fucking time with people <laughs> on top of this shit to let us know when you people are being fucking shysty and doing nonsense like this. I mean, like, they're not. It's true. They act like they've got us in a fucking chokehold, and they keep telling us that they do so that we won't, we won't do anything about it. This is all. I'm, I'm so trite. I'm a very obvious boy, I know. And I know I'm yelling <laughs> at you things that you already know, but it's just... No, it's, no, it's, this is what this show's all about. This is not... Yes, it's true, 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 true. <laughs> it's infuriating that there's an entire, like, subsect of people that, that like, will not agree to these basic premises, and it's like, uh, wh- why not? Why, why, why? It's like, well... Because, ugh, ugh. I have some fucking bad news for you. Jordan oh? Peterson is not a vegetable anymore. And that's <laughs> bad. That's very bad. Do you know how close we were to being rid of him in the best possible manner? He <sighs> almost killed himself with his own stupidity, right? So it's not even like a suicide attempt or something where like like he he's just dumb. He thinks things are true and then finds thinly sourced, quote-unquote, evidence to support that, and then that's just now true and makes these 
grand over-encompassing statement <laughs> uh like oh i'm just gonna eat all red meat and then i almost fucking killed him god that would have been just like the best because then i wouldn't have to feel bad man because you know? he like, did it to himself like i do this exactly i do this on the show all the time where i'm like i don't you know, I don't wish that someone kills them. I don't <laughs> wish that they get in an, in an accident. Like, this is the perfect solution. It's like, no, no. They were done in by their own fucking hubris and stupidity. It's like, beautiful. This is a Greek tragedy. Mwah. But wunderbar. And in the silliest German. of ways. <laughs> and in the silliest of ways. But no, he's now angry tweeting at Ta-Nehisi Coates who wrote him into a Captain America comic, basically as Red Skull, and it's very good <laughs> and very funny. Um, and he was just so butthurt about it. Um, I think I totally derailed whatever we were talking about, though. Um, well, no, I'm happy you did. I mean, it's it's also just funny to me that you can like see the Ta-Nehisi Coates as like, put you in the villain role, and... Mm-hmm. And just not even like well, and to have it work seamlessly. And it like, works seamlessly. Is yeah. that is that like what this entire arc is about? Is like these young radicalized men <laughs> that start out like because Red Skull presents himself as like a scholar and someone who like is just looking at and like so much is being taken from you, the young white man, the 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 young straight white man, and like there's nothing wrong with who you are and how and and, and like captain america is just like no i know exactly what's happening like this this happens all the time young (laughs) desperate violent men looking for something to stand behind and it's like damn this is i guess really yeah no well done mr coates uh and then joey pierce is like wait is that me brother if the shoe fits if the shoe fucking fits uh what a bad man what a bad bad man uh speaking of bad bad men ooh, nice nice segue we're spending entirely more t- not we but i've just been seeing a lot about the defense and then also right-wing media spending a lot more time talking about uh the murdered person George in the Derek Chauvin trial yeah say his yeah. name that's, dude, that's the thing. This is not the trial of George Floyd at all. This is the trial of Derek Chauvin. And the fact that it is, it is being framed and treated as such is just, it's okay. It's nothing new, of course, right? They but did it's this so gross. It's just the grossest. The whole, the whole, like, you have to be a saint to have justice done. You have to be faultless before man and god if you hope to have any any semblance of 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 just equality in how the law treats your murder murder okay (laughs) that's that's and that's not my words those are the words of two separate coroners okay i understand that they were not in agreement, perfect agreement on the exact cause of death. Both of them determined that it's very hard to say one way or the other. But both of them, one of whom was the fucking state's goddamn person, said murder, cause of death, homicide. Yeah. 
I mean, and the reality Dr. is, Tucker it, Paulson is saying that he overdosed. Yeah, people making these claims that like he had some kind of overdose or he had some, which by the way, just so you know, all of us in this country, because thank you, what are, what are they? The fucking slacker? They're not the slackers. Who am I trying to think of? The opioid people. The uh, sacklers. The fucking sacklers. The slackers. Ruined yeah, the slackers. <laughs> which, a uh, number of different also, joke avenues we could take there. But Yep, 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 yep. Oh, we're also, getting a, we're getting an off pod communication. It's quite beautiful. Authentic. No, no, I'm 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 thinking pensively off into the distance. Oh, uh, but anyway, about was, what you're saying about opioids. Yeah, well, I was basically going to say like a big part of this trial, and the def- the defense has been using this in this gross way, but the prosecution brought up opioids first with mm-hmm. with witness testimony from George Floyd's girlfriend. And it was basically just like, yeah, we both like were prescribed opioids by doctors who or pharmacists who, yes, definitely received a cut of the money earned from prescribing those. And those were made by a giant corporation that spent a lot of money trying to convince people that this addictive drug wasn't addictive. And now all of us know people who have undergone serious opioid problems as oh, a result. Geez. And it's just Not like, that, are you really the... trying to say that he was a drug addict? It's like, all of us know what this drug does to people. And just because somebody can get addicted to like one of the most easily addictive things when prescribed by a doctor, that means you can't, to bring it back to your point, that means you can't have justice done? Yeah. I mean, at that yeah. point, let's round up the doctors yeah. then. I guess the I doctors mean, fuck, exactly. <laughs> it 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 and are these not the same people that not a month ago were preaching to us not to bring up fucking Rush Limbaugh's opioid addiction when he died? Mm-hmm. How is that not a reflection on his character? And how does he not deserve to die for it? Because I'm sure you wouldn't say that, nor should you, mind you. Or so should you. I'm yeah, not he, sh- he deserves to die for many other reasons. For being an opioid, right? <laughs> exactly. But like, just just the 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 the, and that's where you can just tell that just like all right wing media is just like pure bad faith. There's not like it used to be bad faith sprinkled in with some sincerity here and there, but now it's just nothing. It's just full bad faith. There's, they don't believe in anything. They will say fucking anything and they will apply whatever selective logic they want to get themselves out of a hard situation in which they have to admit that this is a fucked up place and that they're a part of it and that they're big drivers of how fucked up it is. Yeah. And I do think that some of, I mean, I think some of that industry, some of the, if we're talking about Fox News for a brief second here, I think some of them totally need to and have bought into so much of the shit they say and on i bet a lot of them and and i don't and i i don't know and i hesitate to obviously it's not like i could know but i think tucker carlson might be one of those people who is like had to buy into what he's saying to the point where i think tucker carlson gets the news from tucker carlson like yeah like yeah. i don't think well, he knows tucker what's tucker going carlson. on 
at all. No, I think he just no, opens his mouth and he's like, it's true because I saw a guy on the street today and made up this story. That's, that's the thing is that like what's so fucked up about like your Sean Hannity's and your Tucker Carlson's and your people like that is that they're not even opening up their mouth and letting their brain run. They're working off a fucking script. Their opinions are scripted for them. So they absolutely don't know anything about reality. All of the news is being fed to them from these douchebag writers, several of whom have been revealed to be uh, white supremacists, at least sympathizers, if not full-on Nazis. What a surprise. What a fucking surprise. I mean, it's not surprising, but to just like <laughs> get confirmation of it and then he just still has a show. Like, Well, no. This guy wrote pretty regularly on a Nazi website. Yeah. And and it's like, oh well, I I I didn't know. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. What is white nationalism? What is white nationalism? That was a really good video, man. Y'all should all go to uh misinformation.com. No, it's the YouTube. A friendly plug. A friendly plug. No, I I liked that. Like I I there's something very satisfying because the infuriating thing about watching Fox News is not having someone cut in and be like, this is nonsense. (laughs) And here's why, you know, because like, you know this, but just to have somebody do it, you're just like, yes, 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 it is fucking stupid. Maybe that's just going to be most of my YouTube channel from now on. I've made a video about Justin Bieber that I'm taking forever to edit. That is not scandalous or mean to Justin Bieber at all. It's just like me riffing about the music industry for like 20 minutes. <laughs> but I, I might go back to Tucker Carlson because there's just a, a fountain of, of as, they, as they say, content out there to just refute him because everything he says is a lie. Right. <laughs> but it is a fountain, but it's, I think it's more like a toilet where mm. it's just like the reverse, the plumbing is reversed. So it's just like spouting out. And so oh, like it's a, a bidet. Gross. No, no, no. This is shit coming out of it. This is, <laughs> the toilet is broken and is now spewing shit all over the place. Oh, I see, um, I see. So that you can't even tell. Oh, no, you can stop dropping that joke. Um, okay. But let's yeah. get back to the uh, trial. Let's get back to the fact that you don't have to be perfect to receive justice. And we are just talking more about uh, George Floyd's past than the man on trial. That's it. That's all I had to say. Which I'm glad you said, because the media is... I do think, in general, a lot of the media is doing a relatively good job of covering this trial but there hasn't been enough coverage of how disdainful this approach is it's been a lot of here's what the prosecutor is saying and i mean all the cops it sounds like are lining up against him because you know it's like all right we got to admit that this was murder and this was not okay because it was and the entire country knows it and is watching and they're just gonna throw him under the bus I'm not worried that Chauvin's going to be found innocent. I mean, he might, if he doesn't go to prison for a long time, many cities are going to experience a lot of tough stuff. And that might happen anyway. 
So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I hope and everything, but well, we'll see. I mean, and it, if it does happen, in my yeah. opinion, it's yeah, deserved. Why the fuck it's not like the fact that 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 the defense said uh, either like today or yesterday. Right about it, baby. That de- that de- Oh my god, they said that um. Or they tried to claim rather that uh, Floyd saying "I can't breathe" was resisting arrest, which is fucking insane and just insulting to like anyone who I don't know knows what words mean. And border, I mean, not not it's racist. Well, you're taking, certainly you're racist. What has be- what has become like, all of this has been racist slogan, <laughs> right? And you're just twisting it into like, oh, him saying this. Th- I, you, I just like, I, I just don't understand how any of these people live with themselves. I really, I'm getting to a Quite point where easily. I'm like, I don't get it. That's the thing. Quite easily. I guess they so. live in a white supremacist society. So, who's gonna tell them that they're fucking wrong? Who's going to tell them that they're wrong? It, these are the sort of things where it's like people ask me every once in a while, and it's because I'm from the South and grew up a, here in South. North Carolina, where hey. I'm currently at. And, and it's a great it's a great place. But when you get older, and especially North Carolinians who are millennials going to college, a lot of them leave a lot of the religious upbringing they had. And it's because you start to realize that the people around you who are acting, dare I say, based upon morals are the ones who have rejected religion. And then you look at all the people who are claiming to be on the moral high ground and they seem to be doing the most of the evil things. Right. And I mean, I mean, and that's that's the bottom line. There was a really good article uh, this week in the Guardian that was talking about how, like, for the first time since like the 1910s, uh, people regularly attending religious services has dropped below the 50 percent mark. Oh, that's uh, in great the United news. States. That means people that actually are empathizing with but, one another. Well, and not only that, but like a big reason is because of how inextricably tied uh, Republicans have made themselves to Christianity. So it has tainted the entire Christian pool for a lot of young people. Oh, where it's like, of course. no, that's the Republican religion. And they're, <laughs> they're evil. They're bad people. So whatever they believe must also be bad. I mean, fuck, I say this all the time, but it's such a good quote. I will probably end up finding out from a dear listener. Uh, that this is not actually attributed to who I think it is, but I think it was Gandhi who said I could be a Christian were it not for the Christians I know. And I just, I fully agree and support that. That I mean, that's just, if you look at the shit that Jesus was saying, it's like, yeah, this is rad. Do any of you follow this? No. Oh, dude, I saw, I may have brought this up last week. I saw a uh, Jesus 2020 bumper sticker. Did I tell you about this? Wait, what? Yeah, uh, it, I mean, it was like a, it was like styled like a political bumper sticker, but it was just like Jesus twenty twenty. I was like, <laughs> I don't think you're gonna like his policies. I, his, uh, his stances on several things, I think, are gonna upset you. Do you like uh, possessions? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Do you like owning stuff? Because 
I got some bad news for you. Yeah, if Jesus was a poli- incredible politician, how... he wouldn't be a Republican. He wouldn't be a Democrat either. But if he was going no, to deny Democrat a party, party would be first, too, yeah. it would be the Republican Party. <laughs> yes. If he were to disabuse himself of any party, I think <laughs> the Republicans who claim his name and say that they're doing things in his name quite often. Oh, they do. Uh, it's just like there's a great one of my favorite uh, comics writers. Is, oh, oh uh, no! Poster just dropped. Ooh. Um, one of my favorite comic writers is named Mark Russell, and he has a uh, comic called Second Coming, in which Jesus comes back and he is the roommate of Superman. <laughs> it's not Superman. It's a Superman analog. Although it was originally supposed to be Superman, and then DC uh, wussed out. What? Um, yeah, that doesn't surprise uh, so me. Then it, no it doesn't me either but basically like god like old testament god is like this kid's a pussy can you like show him what's up (laughs) and like (laughs) and he just goes around like uh and i mean it's really it's really interesting because like jesus or or the superman analog here is more what like modern american christians wish jesus was like which is that he's like strong man like might is right type and then, and then, just like Jesus is going along, <laughs> looking at all of it, just be like, "This is awful." <laughs> do you, do you people say that you worship? Me? I don't, I don't think you do. I don't think you do at all. Uh, it's really, it's really, it's 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 quite a fascinating and, and marvelous work. Uh, but one of my favorite lines in the entire thing is that Jesus is talking to Superman about. Uh, the temptation in the desert and he's yeah. like like the three temptations are like turn the stones into bread uh i'll give you the world throw yourself off the temple and let the angels catch you it's like i never understood why that was the third one until i realized there's no greater temptation in the world than to be seen doing good uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's like man this guy gets it uh, like uh second coming that's Look a great line. Yeah, it's a great comment. Second coming. Mark Russell. Ooh. He's a good follow on Twitter as well. He's very funny. And I guess now that we're uh, in the realm of animation, that's probably a good moment to transition to a little future cooperative music before we get into ooh. our bad content for today. Boom. <laughs> We're back, and this uh, this week we uh, we resumed a uh, a I think soon to be favorite, and by favorite I mean oh oh it's bad, but we're gonna watch a lot of it. The uh, an- anime show on Netflix, Kakeguri. Uh, yes. If you remember from our earlier episode, I believe it was episode two, bad content. Uh, you'll remember this is a school in Japan 
full of rich kids. It's like a private academy. And all they do, all the live long day between classes and after school is gamble each other, go into debt for each other, and wear super short skirts. Mm-hmm. Harrison, what did you think it's- of episode two? <laughs> Episode two is fascinating because episode two makes it a lot more complicated. And like there, I I was wondering a lot in the first episode, like what the whole deal with this gambling was. And apparently there's an entire origin and backstory, which is fucking hysterical. (laughs) Uh, And it is essentially that the, (laughs) the student council who for all intents and purposes is the Pokemon elite four of this world. (laughs) Like they're the best of the best gamblers just like institute this bribery system to where you could like buy your way into like a higher caste system within and the then school if you, like within the school and then if you like lose or whatever continually you become like a bitch um <laughs> it's Meaning, not too far off i think they call them house dogs or something. yeah i think the yeah, everyone's called mittens. a house dog and you have to do whatever anybody says for you so that's if you lose enough and you go into like wild debt to other students right but it's it's like it's it, it, it's it's not just like chores and stuff it's 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 very like demeaning shit like being their chairs and like <laughs> having them spank you and uh, again there is so much uh just sexy thinking involved and sexual undertones to the to everything including kami what is the main girl's name uh yoke uh you yoke i don't remember um (laughs) starts with a y (laughs) yes it does and and every time that she thinks about gambling she like clutches her loins crosses her legs and a is heard as her eyes like dilate and it's like right her eyes turn like bright red and like she Mm. looks fucking nuts also makes the scary mouth face because this is the show of the scariest mouths (laughs) there have never been scarier mouths than and in this but she takes on a uh this is so the the character from the previous episode is also like ostracized because she lost um and they they're like fuck you teeny tits or something like that like they write they write it all over her desk but my favorite part is that the translation is like fuck you with like lots of o's <laughs> like what the fuck i guess this they can just so full on bully her now it's really weird um and it gets even weirder so hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, as we jump yeah, yeah, in yeah, to yeah. to guide us into this episode and to give our listeners like a a, a bit of a recap slash reminder of our two lead characters and kind of the mm. vibe because we don't quite really, especially the lead Yumi or or Yoki, and I'm sorry I don't remember her name. We'll know it next time, but. Mm-hmm. like i'm curious like to hear your description of like these characters so far because i've watched a few episodes past this a couple Uh, years ago so i don't want to give anything away (laughs) sure okay our main dude was like one of the uh house dogs and because he keeps losing and he's bad and it's not made clear how he is in the school uh but he is just like in love with uh, this new transfer chick who, <laughs> when she plays, gets like possessed or something. Um, 
I haven't quite figured out what what is going on, but she's like a gambling addict essentially, and she gets real hot and bothered <laughs> when like when the stakes are stacked. Like the worse her chances are, the hotter it makes her. <laughs> uh, like she's just like, oh my god, yes, a hundred to one, fucking take it. <laughs> uh, but she never loses uh, for reasons, and her eyes get all red, and her mouth gets just way too big. Um, that that is my only understanding of these characters. I don't I don't think her powers have been explained in any way, or if they have, I certainly didn't understand. So as far as uh, I know, and this doesn't give anything away for the plot of the show, and I and I haven't finished season one at, at all, so it could be that maybe she does have powers. But as far as mm-hmm. I know, what is the show is just so intense and stylistic with like all these wild close-ups and like random eye color changes. I think this is just like when she hits her like gambling high, her eyes mm-hmm. turn red. I don't think yeah. she has any supernatural abilities, though it totally feels like that. Yeah, it does. Uh, and I have to say, the most impressive thing to me, on top of just like the animation being way too good for what it is, like <laughs> in no way, shape, or form does this need to be as highly stylized as it is, including but lot not limited to um, changing the uh, the focus of the camera. That's so. That's that's really that's just cool. <laughs> like <laughs> even though like. Even though like there's not a ton of like action, you still feel like there's a lot going on. And then the games themselves are like complex. Like they're they're they do a good job of explaining the rules. And you're like, okay, I think I get it. Go. And it's like, ah, that is the most interesting way that could have played out. Sure. It's really um, they do a good job of like keeping. I do not it. hate it. I actually kind of like this show. <laughs> that's that's the biggest problem with this show. I have oh, the man. same issue. Is it's fun to watch, but everything that happens is like deeply problematic. It's just oh, <laughs> and just and just so stupid. I mean, like, so like it is. It is. You're right. It is. It is conceptually problematic. I mean, they're ch- children gambling. <laughs> And also presumably exchanging sex at some point. I mean, even if even if they don't, because they haven't directly really mentioned it yet. But it's just like too many butt shots shot. and underwear shots. So many upskirts and yeah, <laughs> yeah. I watched the uh, I watched the intro again, and it was like the first time I had my hand hovering over the skip, and I just couldn't click it. I had the same experience, and I really don't think you'll ever skip it. It's kind of impossible no. to, because for the first three episodes, so when I watched as much as I had watched, I think I've seen six episodes in total, but when I put it on two years ago, we just binged, I think, the first three, and we watched mm-hmm. the intro every time because I thought yeah. it was a different intro. That's how Me insane too. the intro is. You're like, wait, is this different than the last time? Yeah, you're like, oh, this this one must be like more thematically in line. No. No, exactly the same. Uh, not, not, not a bad, a, 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 a fascinating show, if nothing else. Yeah, um, it's it's worth the watch if you want to, if you need WTF content in your life. Heavy WTF. <laughs> I mean, like, like not, and we're not talking like Studio Ghibli WTF, where it's just like like spirits and stuff this is just wtf and it's like how it's more wtf on like who thought this was okay you know like it keeps going you're just like how did this how does this exist Why there is were this a thing? like at minimum there were a hundred people involved in this show 
<laughs> yes. So many yes. hands touched this show before it was given to the public. <laughs> so many hands. And they didn't they didn't hands it over very carefully because it is still very strange. Um, but yeah, it's not bad. It's really not bad. Well, it is very bad. But, <laughs> I was uh, about to say it's so it's so bad that it's gone all the way back around. But I mean, this is nothing that like I mean, I'm fairly at this point. I'm fairly used to just levels and levels and levels of what the fuckness when it comes to anime and manga because I have to order manga from the shop for the <laughs> shop rather. Uh, and I ran into what has to be the all time best description for an a manga i've ever seen oh goody trying to find it now so i'm stalling <laughs> there it is okay this is this is called i did order one by the way it's Ooh. for me i've started i've started a strange manga collection uh my first entry was primitive boyfriend in which a uh high schooler is sent back in time and is uh beguiled by the simplicity of a a some kind of naked man neanderthal at, yeah but he's like he's like basically a monkey like from what <laughs> oh, i understand no. over the course of the series he'll like evolve and get like more human but in the first one he's just like bigfoot and i'm like fuck yes <laughs> fuck yes this story uh here is absolutely my next entry this is real by the way i'll, I'll, I'll send this to you oh god dick fight island volume <laughs> one <laughs> Um, and would you believe it gets better from there? I would hope because so. Because this is the, this is the description. The tournament to choose the next king of the islands is about to begin. The rules are simple. Whoever comes first loses. To ensure they don't, participating warriors protect their mighty swords with armor that grows larger and more elaborate with each tournament. But one warrior's been studying abroad, has returned with a secret technique certain to force a pleasurable eruption. Is there a warrior alive able to withstand it, or is this the deft warrior destined to become king? There you go. Oh, they also, my God. They also, <laughs> yeah, they spelled come wrong, which is really funny to me. How did they spell uh, it? Like C-O-M-E-S. Oh, lame. But we all know what they mean. Oh, yeah. They mean cream, jizz. Ugh, cream. Skadoosh. I don't think that's one of them. Skeet. It is now. Skeet, is one of them. <laughs> Skeet and Skadoosh. All right. Well, on on that uh, Skadooshy note, you want to yeah. you want to plug? I you think pl- uh, you got anything to plug? I think I do. I also think I'm I'm I think we just did a really we we didn't actually take a real world break in the recording of this episode. Yeah, I I know you, the listener, heard the music in between, but normally during that period, Harris and I take a little pee break, get another glass of something, but not this time. And I got to say, I think maybe this is the move because our flow was rocking this whole this whole app. The listeners are loving it. They are like, my God, these guys are funny as shit. Speaking of, we're back up to 12. Granted, I must point out, we are recording this episode on Wednesday, which Mm. we released the last episode on Sunday. 
normally we have a week in between. So this is 12 and, only a few days later. And Joe hasn't even listened to it yet. <gasps> so we're guaranteed 13. Oh, I also yeah. I've I've been untruthful. I am at least one of those 11. I actually listened. <laughs> Wait, really? Our episodes. Yeah, I will not. I will never divulge whether I am a, a dweeb or a doofus, but sometimes I'll I'll throw on uh, our <laughs> podcast in the background. And Catherine came in one time. I was like, "What is this? This is really annoying." Like, oh, <laughs> you no. have no idea how funny that is. <laughs> she felt very bad immediately after, but I loved it because she's so right. Uh, well, if you want to get annoyed again next week, we'll see you there. Um, I guess I'm Chris. You can follow me at Chris Wyden on any of the platforms. Uh, and the pod has an it is nigh pod is our Twitter handle also. Yes. Yes. And my Twitter handle, if you want bad tweets, bad tweets only though, <laughs> is uh, at Stuart underscore bros. And that is our show. Take it away, Mr. Wyden. Bye.